What's up, Papa? In the sky. What's up, Robert? Hey, Greg. How's it going? We're moving on up. We are moving on up. You know why we're moving on up? Tell me why. Because we got new equipment. <laughs> and things are going the right way. That's right. We got we're going to talk about moving up on up today. I love this song. We I have, love this show. We have some fancy stuff here. Just to get up that hill. We've got now microphones. Getting our turn at last. As long as we live, it's you and me, baby. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Moving Woo! on up. Man, I used to watch this show all the time when I was a kid. I've never seen it. Wheezy Jefferson. No, I don't. I don't know Jefferson. if they. I don't know if they had that in England. He was a dry cleaner. He owned a bunch of dry cleaners. It took him a long time to scrape and get there. Very, very good entrepreneur show, no doubt about it. The Jeffersons, okay. But you know what? It's, uh, I mean, it's really no different than any other entrepreneur's journey, mm-hmm. except they were facing. I mean, they clawed and scraped. African American family in New York City, and uh, and and got a piece of the pie, you know, and uh, had uh, and it was funny, man. It was funny. It was funny. It kind of played opposite Archie Bunker, right? Oh, yeah. And yeah. and George, so I, I almost want to say... I know there was an English version of that one. I want to say George was on Archie Bunker's show first, right? He was a guest on the show first, and then they came out with this, with the Jeffersons. Jeffersons was a spinoff, I think, of Arch, of the Archie Bunker show, right? Anyway, but it was funny. I mean, it was funny. It wasn't a little funny. It was really funny and not politically correct at all. And would not they, be well they received weren't today. In those days, no I man. Mean, there was things like no. I know you had Sanford and Sons. We had Steptoe and Son. Okay, and they were. The I, same I mean, I show, like Sanford and Sons fine, but I didn't watch Sanford and Sons as much. I like Good Times. You know, I don't know grandpa, grandfather used to watch Archie Bunker. You know, and and Gunsmoke and those things, right? And then and then there was Good Times and. Uh, and the Jeffersons watched those growing up, right? We had, and my mom we liked had, Laverne and Shirley. And stuff. We had Benny Hill. Benny, oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, I remember watching Benny Hill reruns at night. Uh, you know, late nights. You know, after eleven, I'm not, after I'm midnight. I'm not sure they would last uh, for very long on TV. Certainly not in England now. Right, right. The, it wasn't the, politically correct at all. No, no, yeah, and yeah, Benny Hill. But they used to run it in America too, man. They used to run it in the states. I know he's been late night. quite popular. Now. Yeah. So, so uh, man, we're we're talk, we're coming to you on our new equipment. We have a mixer, soundboard, professional powered XLR microphones, and USB sound mixer, Behringer sound mixer, and we put it together in less than thirty minutes and have been up and running. It's looking like the the cockpit of a seven four seven in here. I know, moment. right? And and uh, I mean. I'm I'm pretty happy that that we have our our good equipment now. Uh, we're going to set up a studio in the new office that we're building, right? Building out and remodeling. Yep. And uh, we'll, we'll, soon we'll have the whole studio put together. But I mean, you know, wanted to talk today about moving on up, really, defying the system, defying convention, taking control, and buying toys. Okay. You you picked out this idea pretty quick. What yeah. was it that? 
gave you the inspiration today? Because lately I've been moving quicker to, to achieve what I want to achieve. Okay. And I've just, I've come to understand through experience that there's no sense in waiting. Yeah. Even if I don't have the money, I'll tell you that. Yeah. There's there no was, sense in waiting. There was actually something I saw the other day. Did you ever watch the American Pickers? No. Well, they go and buy, buy, no, buy this stuff all over the place, all <laughs> okay. junk and whatnot. All right. But they found this stuff from, I believe it's Oddfellows. And some of them were these glasses that had covers on them. Right. And what they would do is bring this, either an actual skeleton or a plastic one or whatever and they'd open up these goggles and that would be the first thing these people would see who are being initiated right and they would say this is what you're going to become basically don't waste your life this is what you're going to become and it's going In to a come short to period you of time. sooner than you think right you cannot waste time right it's true yeah so there's no sense in wasting time or delaying yeah and and there's so many places. I mean, if you want to go out and you want to get your brand out there, you want to get your name out there as soon as possible, the way to do it is to get your name out there and brand out there now. That's the way to do it. I mean, that's it's just to simply decide to make that decision. That's what you're going to do. And, you know, you could, for instance, I do a radio show weekly, okay? I also do other internet shows, right? And... And uh, we're, we're going to add some shows, right? Some nationwide veterans aid and attendance shows mm-hmm. uh, that we're going to do question and answer shows once a week. And how do we do those? I mean, you know, do you wait until you own a TV studio or you can buy TV studio time? No, that's ridiculous. And that's no. the conventional, traditional way to do it. No, you buy a tripod for your cell phone, your iPhone, get the best iPhone you can, which you can get on a low cost cell phone plan. Right at Verizon or wherever you know you get your cell phone from, and and you start filming shows and putting them out live, and if you want to record radio shows, you do it with your computer, and you can use a cheap mic. You can use really if you look at the difference in mics and microphone qualities, and I know because I only know because I've done a lot of reading, watching comparisons. YouTube has a ton of content on whatever you want to do, by the way, oh, whatever absolutely. you want to learn. Right. And just, just figuring out how we're we going to set up the studio, what, what the best mics were to buy. There's not a lot of difference in even your low end mics and your high end mics. Not that much. You know, we have a nice, probably mid mid range mic right here mm-hmm. that, uh, but it's great for, for our purposes. And, you know, we got four of them. Right. And <clears throat> so, but you could just use the mic on your computer to start with if you wanted to, to do your yes. podcast. It yes. just doesn't matter. I mean, the point is, is just to get it out there and stop. You know, we talked before about not waiting for things to be perfect. And it's just oh, makes the decision. Yeah. You, you certainly don't want to. You can, you can go on forever waiting until it's perfect. And it probably never will be. You just got to get your message out there. and make I, yourself I did an hour long really, really motivated talk about uh, omnipresence mm-hmm. about a year ago. So I would advise anyone who's listening to pull up my video on omnipresence. And where can they find that? They can find that on mcelderlaw.com, or I think it's on Lawyer Greg as well. I know it is. I know it's on lawyergreg.com as well. 
Okay. okay. So they could definitely go to lawyergreg.com and find the omnipresence video. And or go to the YouTube channel for for Lawyer Greg. It's up there. I know it is. I know omnipresence. I know omnipresence is up there. Yeah. Yeah, I believe yeah. it is. And I think we talk about it in Rockstar Lawyer as well. Absolutely. I mean, chapter you know, three. Omnipresence. Yeah, chapter three, omnipresence. The art of omnipresence. Which you could get from going to Amazon.com or go to LawyerGreg.com to purchase that as well. Yep. And just click on the uh, the store. Or I think it's right on the front page. You can click through to buy it. So, so uh, omnipresence is a big deal. But you can get there so quickly by making decisions. Um, convention would say go to the radio station. I've I've had a snag with that lately. I mean, I love the radio station that I use that I started at, but you know, I've wanted to grow beyond that. And plus, they've had some problems in uh, quality control or quality of the product, recording the product properly, uh, recording our shows properly, getting them sent up to other another station that's broadcasting our show as well, right. um, in a different area. But also, if you can buy quality equipment that is relatively inexpensive and then use it in your office on those times when it's not being used, in the evenings or at the weekend as we are now. I mean, you could. You could just buy a setup like we are now. We have it in the conference room. I mean, I'm building a studio in the new office, but you could just bring it out and set it up. I mean, I bought this setup. I've got a Behringer Xenix. Q1202 USB mixer. It's got two XLR mics. XLR mics are powered mics. So this this uh, mixer, which a mixer is just a soundboard. It it uh, it has preamps, four preamps, so I can plug four microphones into it. it Cost about a hundred dollars, and it's a good quality product. Very sturdy, metal case, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know you can you can. Um, uh, very easily get up and running with it. It took us just a few minutes to figure out wh- how, what settings we wanted. Um, and it automatically powered up our mics. Uh, we got, you know, I got the mic cable separate. The 20 foot mic cables were like seven, eight bucks a piece. So this is, this is basically you breaking out of that system. That's right. So, so, you know, total with the mics and mixer and all probably cost me $275. Okay. And that's for to set up a four-person broadcast studio. Yeah, that's okay? pretty good. Which is very similar to a setup that you find at a radio station. A very, very similar. And, and, uh, and, and it, it would be comparable quality, if not better, based on what we do with it. And even, even you know, if you don't have the best quality or you had some background noise or something happen, in post-editing, if you take a, just a few minutes to – pull it up in a sound editing software program like Cakewalk or even, you know, you can get Audacity for free. I like Audacity. That's what we're using to record this right now. Mm-hmm. And there are noise, noise filters that will take out noise that will, you know, you can adjust the volume. You can, you can just toy in them and post with them in post-production too to improve the quality. It's very easy to do. And yes, it's to find the system because otherwise I'm relegated to dealing with incompetent people. I'm I'm relegated and also paying through the nose to use their facilities. Right. When I can negotiate a much lower contract and syndicate the show right from my office or the new studio we're going to have, I'll I'll take control. It's all about taking control. Although there's a fine line, and I would like to talk about that, between taking control and taking too much control and not delegating. Well, I was going to say, is is the idea of breaking out the system, is that – 
for all areas of your work that you can think of or just certain ones such as advertising, promoting, branding, that kind of thing? It could be in anything. It could be in anything. I'm just using the context of advertising right now and not using a radio station. So now right. the way I'm start the way you can start to view radio stations or I can in doing a radio show is in doing my radio show is that is that now the radio shows are simply an outlet, if I even want to use them, mm-hmm. or an outlet for me to send a thirty minute MP three to by email each week and they play my show at the right time. Right. That's it. We record it. We control the content. We don't have to worry about, oh, we didn't record the show today, or we only record. It didn't start recording for the first ten minutes, or something happened, and well, that, and, and, you know, that's yeah, that's pretty cool actually. I mean, you can you can all, always do this as something around the office as a general candid show almost. As well, well, I could just skip the radio station altogether and just go straight to the to the. Uh, to the podcast. I could just go straight to a podcast and skip radio if I want to. Or I can syndicate it on radio shows around the country. Right. That's the control it gives me. And depending so on my idea, budget, you know, budget to you know really, you know, plays a role in that. And I'm I may not want to you know, I may just make a rule, a general rule, I'm just going free out of the web. Yeah. And that's what I'm gonna do. Taking control. So taking control. Is that... I mean, I, I look upon the idea of, take, of taking control as really letting go of wanting control. I, I understand what you're saying, but but here's... here's let, me, let me see if we can work it into context, okay? <laughs> so, so if you have no control, would you admit that's a bad thing? I would admit that was a bad thing. Okay. Yeah. So, so if you constantly are relegated to the position of, man, I can't afford those television ads or it's just too expensive or, you know, I've got to play by their rules. I've got to play by their ball game. If that's always the case, then the current systems in place, no matter what you do, whether it be advertising or someone else, you're always subject to them and their rules. Oh, I'm absolutely. talking about rewriting absolutely. the rules of the game. We're rewriting the rules of the game, and no longer uh, do I have to come to your station and record something. I'm going to send you something that we've already recorded and we've controlled. Well, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that letting go of wanting control isn't giving up control, mind you. Gotcha. It would be that we're all wanting control so badly that we're pushing it away from ourselves. It's like the idea of if you're in a relationship and you're a very jealous person. You're not going to be able to hold that person for very long. They're going to get pissed off at you and get out pretty quick. True. I mean, if you're if, always jealous. If you're, yeah, if you, if you give lover, up that yeah. one of control there, you're more likely to keep the person, stay with that person. It's very true. It's very true. And, and uh, uh, well, with this one, I'm talking about the same thing with book publishing. There's no reason you shouldn't go straight to your audience now. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I mean it's so easy. If the as book's well. good enough to be picked up by a publisher. Self-publishing is and so put easy. in the few the few actual bookstores around the planet that are still you know exist. Then, yeah. then which is sad to say, but true. It then uh, then go that route, go the traditional route. Otherwise, you know, self-publish on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's 
relatively easy. Right. It takes a bit of a bit of effort, but the fact that if you're going to a regular publisher, especially if it's a fiction book, you're going to be taking two to three years for them to bring it out onto the shelves, even if they accept it. And because a lot of these publishers have come together into huge publishing companies, you've really got to have a top-notch book for even a, an agent, and it always has to be an agent, I believe, to take it to the publisher, and then it goes through all the levels of the publisher to get to right. that top when they decide whether they're going to publish it or not. Meanwhile, you could have helped how many people? And sold how many books? Exactly. You could you could self-publish and put it out within a very short period right. of time. All you got to do is get someone to design the cover for you. Or or, or do it yourself. And, yeah, uh, or do it yourself. I mean, yeah. I got someone to design the cover for me. Mm-hmm. I had someone who was a book designer design the whole book. It's not as easy as you think. No. Okay? But, uh, but you can hire people to do it at a low cost. Yeah. And also, with regards to publishing, <clears throat> if your book is like a, a $16 book, say, you're going to get You know, you have, about an, a, you have an agent, Robert. Just, you have yeah. an agent, correct? Okay. Yes. You're going to get about $0.50 cents on that book. From that $0.50, cents, you're going to have to pay your agent. And then whatever's left over, you pay taxes on. Right. That's for one book. So if you, if you sell a book for $16... You might get fifteen cents if you're lucky. Yeah, so why not bypass so, exactly? Bypass the shit it. out of them. You you basically that's make why all I like this money. That's yeah. uh, you know what a perfect example it's is about money for you. Ball, this guy, this ball player, mm-hmm. Lonzo Ball and his kid. I think the kid's names they're both last name Ball. Okay, but I love the dad is so over the top and obnoxious <laughs> that he gets a ton of attention for his son and their brand, the baller big baller brand. And his son essentially went to UCLA. Now, his son's ridiculously talented as a ball player. Went to UCLA. It's the only school his parents wanted him to go to, mm-hmm. or his father wanted him to go to. And he, they grew up in L.A. And, and uh, he refused to try. He didn't try out. He told all the rest of the teams that his son's not trying out for any of the other teams. He's just trying out for the Lakers. So the Lakers drafted him. Okay? And so, so he, he totally shut down the whole system. Okay? Right. He, he he just said, this is what I want to do, and this is how what I'm going to do. I mean, that is a perfect example. Now, he had talent. His son had talent. He's got a couple other kids coming up, too, I think, through through high school system. Yeah, I'm sure. And they're, and they're going to go to UCLA also and to play for the Lakers or something. I don't know. But uh, but but it's – it's uh, and the biz- biggest example of him not settling and just being like, I don't care. This is what we're doing is – He's uh, Nike, you know, Adidas, those those shoe companies. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't cut yeah. a deal sweet enough for him for dad, and dad looks out for his kid, and uh, he's a, he's a good dad. You can tell he loves his kids, right? He's over the top. He said he's going to be he could meet Michael Jordan in basketball, right? Um, but uh, I think Shaq calls the guy two point one. Because he, he, the dad averaged like two point one points in college or something like that. It's just points per game or something. Anyway, but he talks so much smack. But really, there's there's a guiding. It's almost a stupid. Other people look at it and are like well, this guy. This guy's being stupid. He's hurting his kids. It's stupid. But when you step back and look at it, he's not taking the terms of life 
and the system, the NBA system, and the shoe deal system that is thrown at, and the agent system that is thrown at him. And he's saying, no, I'm in, in control. He's taking control. Sure, but if his kid wasn't so talented, it would have come back and bitten him in the ass because he wouldn't have got... He had to be very good to get with the ladies. His kid had to... Be, yeah, okay. I mean, if if he wasn't that good, right. and this guy was still saying, you're only going to go for the Lakers, that could have been the end of his career. Well, then. that's another show. That's yeah. another show. And here's that show, okay? And I want to do that show next. All right. All right? And, and that show is about... <clears throat> being an instant all-star. Being baller good. <laughs> Being that good. Okay. Okay? All right. Could you go play for the Lakers right now? Me? Yeah. No. Of course not. <laughs> of course not. Okay? I mean, you could try, I, I but it would be... I don't think I've ever thrown it would be a, the funniest a, game ba- ever. a basketball into a hoop. Before. Ever. Ever. No. You never shot a basketball. No. Okay. I can hit a baseball, but okay. no. that's shocked. Okay, I'm shocked. You've never hit a ba- shot a basketball. No. I want to film you shooting a basketball. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. Okay. Oh, oh my god! But I bet you you're you're damn talented, right? You, can, you are I'm really. Good at, I'm good at hitting a baseball. But you're. And I used to be a great fielder, but a cricket anyway. I, I, but every everybody is as good as that ball kid at basketball. They are as good in something. How about that? Oh, sure. Or they're yeah. good. Okay, yeah. they're good. You just got to find out what you're best at. Yeah, I think the majority, and do that. <laughs> the majority of people don't find out what they're, they're yeah. great at. Sure. In time. So, so it. like my yeah. assumption talking right now is people are going to be doing what they're best at. What they love. Or else, what you're right. About. El- you're right. If you if you can, if you're talking that much shit and bypassing, you know what? I haven't really cursed much except for that. This this show, I'm, I, yeah, I'm, we should we should have a no curse show. Oh, that would be and see if you can do it. I, I mean, I can do it. I can do that. I can do that. Um, it's not as fun for me, you know. It's not as fun for me, but but I can do it. And and so my point being. I'm assuming that everybody's picked their passion and, and what they're good at right. and gone toward it, right? And, like, listen to the feedback of everybody around them, mm-hmm. telling them, hey, you're really good at this. Like, I asked my, ask my wife that. I ask people that I trust that a, a lot. I got feedback from my wife, and I don't want to get onto this too much, but this is a preview on the next show, is what is it that I'm really, really good at? Just boil it down. I ask her that, I think, pre-retreat. Okay. Pre-retreat. And she told me, you're very good at talking to people and selling yourself. Yes. I could build, that should be my position. What is your position? I talk to people and sell myself, which includes my companies, my brands, those things, right? Mm -hmm. That's what I do. Do you right. do anything else? No, that's all I fucking do. Damn it! <laughs> I just, I just said fucking, just and then I said, it, I said, damn it, <laughs> because I was mad at myself for saying fucking. <laughs> uh-huh. 
the no curse show is going to be very hard for me. I'm not really great at no not cursing. I think right. You haven't got the curse jar around here. No, I don't. No, I don't give a shit about the curse jar. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, I mean, you know, I'm good at talking to people and selling myself. That means I'm decent at sales and branding, and I talk to people. Mm-hmm. That's all I should do with my whole life. My whole life should be nothing but that. If I'm doing anything else, then I'm not doing what I'm best at. Well, that's it, it would be like the ball kid going to play baseball some, or was, or it'd be was... like the year that Michael Jordan took took a year off or so and went and played minor league baseball. Right, it's just ridiculous. Well, that was one of the things that you because he's not maximizing to, what he's best at. You were able to deal. Love with you, Mike. Retreat. Love you, Mike. My favorite of, favorite hero. One of the things you were able to deal with at the retreat was how to get to your how to get you to that point where you can do that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So the whole like over the next year, like one of our jobs as a team is to get our office to the point where all I'm doing is talking to people and selling our brand and ourselves. Getting out there doing that's seminars. It. That's it. And that should be my role. My role as CEO should be more about talking to people and selling our company and ourselves. That's it. Yeah. That's all I do. On television, radio, web, period. Other attorneys are meeting with clients. Getting Production's off. being handled by somebody else. I talk to people. Getting, and off, I, getting the message out there, basically. Now, that's that's assuming I trust my wife. <laughs> and I do. I put that much stock in what she has to say. Yeah, I know you trust you. Okay. And that's part of listening to the people around you. Anyway, the preview on the next show, that's what we're going to talk about, okay? It's, I mean, I, I hate I hate the term finding your passion. It's so overused. It's kind of bullshit. Dang it. It's, I'm going to it, stop. It, it may be, it but is it's BS. True. No, it's not. It is. Well, it let's is, get into it, it on the next show about why finding your passion is bullshit, okay? Because even if you go, bro, even if I go... Dig ditches. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, that's going to suck for a while. But I might need to do that to feed my family. And that's what I got to do right that's, now. Okay? That's what I used to do. There you go. All right. I mean, it's going to suck for a while. You may have loved it. I don't know. Okay? <laughs> I did. Yeah. Not so, just digging ditches. I was an archaeologist. <clears throat> well, there you go. Yeah. So, so, but you had a purpose, right? Yeah. There was a reason for it. Yeah. And, and Indiana Jones. Indiana Rob. <laughs> So, you know, I mean, yes, what you're passionate about is great, okay? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that your passion and what you're really, really good at always line up, always align. Oh, no, I, yeah. Because I, I can I get it. I can that, think yeah. of about a thousand different things that, that I've gotten really excited about in my life that are, is not at all what I should be doing for a living. Right. Maybe it is. Usually, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's it's one of those things that has always been there in the background. You've always wanted to do it. It might have been put off all yeah. of your life, but you've never really given up on it. And something. But I think all, you could go. go some people like some people are working as a waiter or a waitress. Some people are digging ditches. Some people are doing different. And that's great. That's what they want to do. Okay. But they need and they need to be. They need to find within themselves what makes them shine at that job, okay? Yes. So they can be their best. Yeah. And they may have side hustles that they love, too, and that they're putting effort toward, okay? 
But yeah, I mean, I think there are talents that you have and you need to ask other people and be able to trust other people to tell you what you're really good at. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I mean, you know, dumping everything and jumping ship to your passion on a whim is not always the best thing to do. No. I'm not saying you wait too long. I'm just saying that maybe you run an entire company one day that digs ditches and works for governments and does all the, you know, does all these contracts and everything else. And you do that by finding what you're really good at and trying to align that with your passion. Okay. With some reality involved. All right. Yeah. I mean, I think that's more of a comprehensive approach to doing that, but it's thrown out there by hucksters as find your passion. It'll cure everything. No, it won't. Cause you got a wife and kids at home, dumbass, and you got to feed them. You know, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, I mean, I know people like that, dude. Yeah. I mean, dude, I've been in child support court with people a million times who have a ton of kids and can't get their shit together. Right. I mean, they just needed to go get a, a job mm-hmm. and yeah. work yeah, and get their life straight before they could figure, figure out what their talents were. Right. Yeah. You know, but it started with staying, you know, getting the responsibilities together. Right. Anyway, we can get into that next time. Let's debate it. Let's fight it out. So I expect you to come armed with some really, really witty repartee, okay, on, on this issue. All right? Do what I can. Okay. And and back to the conventional part, okay? Mm-hmm. You can cut through. Tra- traditional systems. And that's what I see. I'm fed up with traditional systems. I'm fed up with conventional wisdom. I'm fed up with roadblocks. What's the quickest way for you to get what you want to do out there? What you want to say out there? You can do it. And how do you get motivated to do it? How do you put it together? I I mean, I, I think I buy stuff. If I want to go to the gym, I buy a new gym clothes. If I want to give more seminars, like I just don't wait. I buy a new cube projector, which that's one of my new toys sitting here, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, you know, and and uh, and now I know that I need to work on a few new seminars that we need to give. I want to work on webinars. Yeah. We're going to start giving webinars, nationwide webinars, for veterans aid and attendance. I mean, there's the web. There's landing pages. I mean, there is different types of TV that you can use. I've got I've got television commercials airing on TV right now. It's just a lot of the the stuff you see on TV. It doesn't work. A lot of the advertising. I'm testing it right now. Not, some ads. Oh yeah, well, testing is is absolutely vital. If you don't test. I'm just seeing it. I'm I'm, I'm seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm seeing how that goes for what we're doing. How do you know when you're in the corner? How do you know when you're, when you're kind of confined, you're bound up by the system? I would say you you sense it, you feel it. You feel that resistance or you feel like you've been punched in the gut all the time and nothing's really working for you. That's right. You're, bang, you're banging your head. Yeah. For me, I think I think you're right. You're banging your head against. You just don't seem to be able to make it anywhere. 
don't seem to be able to move forward. It's taking one step forward and two back all the time. Which is a really good indication that you need to back off and yeah, that you need to back off and, uh, and, and take a step back and figure out how to, uh, how to bypass that system, right? Right. How to put your message out to the world, for instance, which is what I'm talking about now, but it could be anything. Yeah. And what we've got nowadays, I mean, you've got, you've got social media, of course. Sure. If you're, if you're pushing it towards the right prospects that you're looking to get, you've got, as you said, you mentioned syndication. Sure. Before that would be, that would be something not vital, but it would be really important. I would have thought to, to syndicate and to also get plugged in with other networks. One of the other groups that I know you've, you're interested in getting an interview at least with the guy is uh, Grant Cardone. I'd love to talk to Grant. On He's got a, a TV show, correct? He has... I mean, Grant has an awesome story where he... Oh, he's a perfect example. I just thought about that. He's a perfect example of somebody who... Has not done it the normal who way. Who wanted to go the, the traditional television route. Mm-hmm. And and that he couldn't get people to bite long enough, you know. He ran some shows, things like that. So he just created his own television station online, like television network online, right. or network online, and just has all these different shows from different people who buy in and buy airtime. And so he, I want to say it's like the Grant Cardone Network or GC doing Network. What you want to do, promoting himself and being that face of the. Of his company and having other people run his company, I assume. Yeah, same as Richard Branson, same as um, any other CEO. Right. Although those guys are really super extroverted. They're extremely good salespeople. Yeah. Right? I mean, Richard Branson's over the top. It's unreal. If you watch that show about him traveling on the balloons around the world, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's crazy the stuff he went through. Crazy. I mean, he should have died a few times. Oh, sure, yeah. I mean, he's over like the sea, like not you know headed toward Alaska. Essentially, you know, I want to say from Japan, right? It might be the second time he went around or something. He said, mm-hmm. and and um, and they're having all these problems, like major problems, and he's they're pretty sure that they're going to end up in this North Sea or whatever, and. Right. Where they're, in, you know, very shortly going to freeze to death before any help could ever possibly get there. Yeah. I mean, it's unreal. That guy, that guy is unreal. Okay. I mean, you know, as far as getting attention, Cardone oh, he, likes to yes. say, yes, the, the, the person who gets the most attention makes the most money. Yeah. There's a lot of truth to that. There's a lot of truth to that. And we, uh, we quote Branson quite a few times in the Rockstar Lawyer. I admit he's he's one of my one of your favorites, personal favorites. No and one of the things that happened to him at one point when he started his airline, he was advised by the king of low cost airlines, Freddie Laker, at the time, that if he went out in just a regular suit to the to the opening right. with all the media there. 
he might get a little byline here somewhere in the newspaper, but he wasn't really going to make much headlines. I mean, the the news guys are there. They want someone who's going to be dramatic. They want they want some news, they want something some fireworks yeah. to get them on the front page as well, not just the person in question. So he was advised to go out there with a captain's uniform on and really, really sell work it. the system. Sell and he it, did. yeah, yeah. Oh man, I mean, love him or hate him, I hate to bring up Trump, right? But has Trump bypassed the system? Oh, absolutely. You're damn right. When he <laughs> wants to get a message out, he holds a he holds a, con- a convention convention. He fills a convention center full of fans and holds a conference, right? And holds a rally, and then you know everybody, all the media is quoting is the rally and showing the rally, right? Right. He changes the news. He doesn't wait for the news to dictate, although they do talk a lot about the things that happen around him and him. He uses Twitter directly to influence the news cycle. Right. Which people love and hate. But I think his base probably loves it. And he goes straight to them. Yeah. So, I mean, really, man, that whole situation... There should be an entire case study around that situation and 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 how to uh, build a marketing campaign to communicate directly to your base. I mean, that's what you want. You want to build a legion of loyal fans and haters. Yeah. People who would stick by you even if you went and shot somebody in the street, which is something that I think the Don said he would, could do. I think he and said, said that said he said during that. the election. He said that during the campaign. Yeah. I could go shoot somebody on the streets of New York and I would still, you know, my base would not leave me. Right. Which I think is true. I think he said that, but he said and I would still win the election. And I would still yeah. <laughs> and I and I would still be great, huge, and win the election, Hillary look crooked Hillary. Right? That's I mean that's pretty that's probably the whole quote. But 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 I mean yeah. I mean if we could all just be ourselves, be confident, well, be true to that. That's one of be the confident major things, in that, isn't it? I, it, people follow that. It's people just, people fall in love with that because it's genuine. It's just being ourselves. That's right. And, and by the way, you know, it's the Apple thing that we talked about. And by the way, we also sell computers. Right. Right? It's it's uh you know, if they just come out and tell you, hey, we make the best computers in the world, buy one. Yeah, it won't work. That's not as sexy as saying, man, our identity, who we are, who we're confident in who we are is we make amazing things. We are rebels. We are unique. We are genius. The crazy ones, we, we, the misfits. Yeah, we're crazy. We're we're awesome. We love music. Bob Dylan, yeah, right. The Beatles, awesome. You know, and by the way, we make some computers. <laughs> you want to buy one? You know, I mean, yeah, then I you're mean, interested, dude. It's like I want to see what these people are making. I, I would I would say it's one of the greatest TV <clears throat> ads in history. Oh, it is. I hold the, your attention. I can't remember what they called it, but here's to the crazy ones. I think was the start yeah. of it. And that in 1984, the 1984 ad. There wasn't a reference at all to Apple except at the end when it said "Think different, Apple." Yeah, oh, the think Apple different. Logo. By the way, we make we make computers. That was it. That's it, man. Yeah. I mean, and they're the most powerful brand in the world. And I believe Steve Jobs, Trump's president of the United States for now, anyway. 
I'm just saying, find your base, create yeah. a story, story sell, create an identity. But you know what? I think that's, I even feel disingenuous saying that. Don't create an identity. Be yourself. Yeah, be yourself. Be yourself. Because that's genius. Yeah. That is genius. The rest is bullshit. Yeah. That gets in the way of your genius. That's God. Yeah, you've just got to the rest believe is bullshit. in yourself. And... Yeah. It is. Because that's when, when you shine through, you know, shines through your company, shines through. I mean, imagine creating a company with that type of mentality where everybody is themselves, himself, herself, their self. I don't want to be gender. Well, you could call it that. Yourself.com. Yourself. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, you create a company where everybody has that mentality and everybody shines through. So the point is, don't be held down by convention or the system. If anyone has... Cut through. If anyone has... Com- uh, if comments, you have any questions... Comments about what we're talking comments. about. You know, you can make comments uh, on iTunes. You can make comments on Lawyer Greg. You can send us an email at lawyer Gre- or, um, greg at lawyergreg.com um, or info at lawyergreg.com, either one. Um, you can also um, buy read Rockstar Lawyer. You can read Rockstar Lawyer. Rockstar Lawyer is on Amazon. And what are some other ways? You can follow us on so- social media. You can go to the Twitter. It's at Lawyer Greg is our Twitter handle. Or you can call us. Call us at 866-866-6472. That's 866-866-6472 on LawyerGreg.com. Uh, you'll be able to look at all the different versions of Rockstar Lawyer, the book, as well as which has really nothing to do with being a lawyer and more about it. my experience as an entrepreneur and some funny stories about being a lawyer. And, uh, you know, if you'd like for us to come talk to your organization, hang out, if you have any questions, give us a call or send us an email. Okay. And upcoming shows. I mean, that's going to be fun. I think you and I are going to go back and forth on that one a little bit. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Are you really good at? Feed your passion. Right. And, what you know, if you should even do anything else. Right. I mean, because even my position I was taking a little bit ago, Mm -hmm. I'm not 100% behind that. About, like, dropping everything and just doing what you're really good at. Mm -hmm. Because the gains from doing that, even quickly... Well, so far, I mean, we'll make up for themselves in just, you know, any loss in just a second because you're so good at it because you were made to do that thing. Yeah. Yeah. I like that idea. Anyway, uh, we'll see you next week. It's been Lawyer Greg and British Rob. Thanks, Rob. And our new studio setup. And we'll see you next week. Bye now. Bye-bye.